welcome to series two of my podcast, Innovation, where we get to hear stories and experiences of incredible women in science and technology. Not only will you get insights into some fascinating innovations, but you may also even relate to their stories, especially if you're a little bit unconventional or non-conforming yourself. As with all science and technology, what these women do for a living has a real impact on all of our lives and we often don't realise it. But here on Innovation, I'm also giving women a platform for them to be heard and for us to be inspired and uplifted by what they've learned along their life's journeys, both personally and professionally. This week, I talked to Chloe Sales, who's usually known as Chloe the Welder. My name is Chloe Sales. I'm known as Chloe the Welder. And that says everything, I'm a welder. That is so awesome, Chloe. Um, I really wanted to chat to you because I've always secretly wanted to weld. Um, I think the outfits are amazing and the results of what you make or can make is just like so awesome. It just looks so badass. Like, how did you get into it? It was honestly, honestly, it was really random. Um, I found myself at some crossroads when I was just turning 22. Um, I used to be a carer and then um, I applied for lots of different jobs. Um, uh, something happened in my family that really pushed me to these crossroads. Um, so I had to make a good choice really and I've never been one to make good choices. Um, I wasn't the best student so to go back into education was a massive step for me. Um, I applied to be a warehouse operative at a certain company and it was there that they were short for welders. So I just asked to have a go. I really enjoyed it, but I didn't know what I was doing. So I was going to put myself on an evening course. And I told my bosses at the time and they said they would put me on an apprenticeship. And that's how I was the first female Stoke-on-Trent College ever trained as a welding apprentice. Oh, wow. That's so awesome. And how old are you now? I'm 26 now, almost 27. Okay, so how has the last five, four, five years been? Honestly, the last five years has been complete life changing for me. Um, I'm a completely different person than I used to be. I now try and advocate for females, um, especially the younger generation coming into these industries to be maybe a voice for them, just to show that there are girls in here that didn't have any experience before and I think I'm doing okay Um, I really enjoy what I'm doing and I think I'm if you enjoy what you're doing you're winning so yeah totally agree with you so it's kind of mysterious um, your kind of accidental introduction into welding let's go back so when you were 22, like, why, why did you think that welding could be for you? And like, what was going through your head? Like, uh, you know, it's totally not a girl's subject. Like, where were you at sort of mentally at that point at the age of 22 when you were making this massive decision? Um, gen- Genuinely, I was in a really bad place. Um, So just to touch on the fact, when I was a carer, I worked in the community um, and I used to look after my nanny and things progressed within her illness and I moved in with her while still working. 
things got worse. So I quit my job to look after her full time during the night as well. And she needed to go to hospital one day. And it was decided without me that she was to go in a care home. So I had no job. I didn't know what to do. Um, I was applying for loads of different jobs. And that warehouse was the first one that came up. I had a job for a different company after because I was only supposed to be doing a holiday cover. But it was there that I asked to have a go because, like you said, it's badass. It literally looks so exciting. And I think it was that that kind of drew me in. Um, and things do happen for a reason. But at the time, you might not see what the reason is. Yeah, totally. Um, I've been asked before, like, can you weld? Because I think engineering and welding are quite sort of, um, they go hand in hand. Um, were you aware of the fact that by taking a role um, in welding, that you were kind of entering into the STEM world? Not at all, honestly. Um, I kind of knew that they were related within the industry, but I, I didn't ever think I'd be classed as an engineer. Um, I feel like a welders are kind of stereotyped a lot, um, like dirty construction work and things like that. Oh, you can do better than that. There's, you know, better things to do, but that's someone else's perception that's never done it. You don't, you don't know if the job's right for you. Like, I'm a trained hairdresser. I really didn't enjoy the industry. Uh, I've done caring. Certain things along the way kind of hindered my opinion on that. But I don't know. I think it's just so... It's like mind-blowing. There's certain things and certain roads that can take you down. Um, like electronics I was speaking uh, to somebody else the other day I could physically weld something together put a few electronics on it and it would be a moving product so very interesting yeah so tell me about your apprenticeship because um, I'm a massive massive fan of apprenticeships because um, I'm actually writing a book at the moment about engineers and all the different routes into engineering um, it's almost finished the book, but I wish I'd met you sooner, actually, because I would have loved to have had you in the book. But hopefully book two comes out at some point as well. But um, apprenticeships are a really great way into the industry. And if you're a trained hairdresser, you're clearly someone that's really good with your hands and, and getting practical. But has the apprenticeship kind of um, also taught you theory? Yeah, definitely. Um, I 100% vouch for apprenticeships. You are learning whilst you're earning. You have your foot in the door. I know there's certain other educational routes you could take that's not a promised job at the end of it. Um, like with my apprenticeship, for an example, I did some CAD work. So I also know how to make a drawing from scratch and then be able to go off and make that myself. Um, but yeah, it's just it's just unreal like how much goes into it without you realizing yeah and so now that you've have you completed your apprenticeship yes so I finished my apprenticeship in 2020 um I was on route to finish it about six months beforehand but obviously um Covid hit everybody and slowed everybody down 
Um, but yeah, I did finish my apprenticeship and a couple of things kind of stuck out for me. Um, I was nominated for STEM Apprentice of the Year and I did win. I was completely shocked for that. And then um, I was the oldest person in my class. Uh, all the la- I was the only girl. Um, all the lads had left from um, doing their level two uh, to do their level three apprenticeship. I had nothing. So I had to do extra lessons on the side to prove that I had the mentality to do that course with having no experience. But I think it's the determination and motivation behind me. Maybe it was a little bit of, I literally didn't have anything else at the time, like I say, uh, the crossroads I was at. So I really put all my effort into it to kind of show that I can do this and so many other girls can too. Well, first of all, congratulations and, you know, well done you for sort of, I don't know, you sound so um, focused and so hardworking and so determined. And um, when I hear your story, it really is convincing that apprenticeships can bring you totally new opportunities in life. Um, how has it been like being underrepresented or in a minority as a woman in a very sort of male dominated world? I honestly find it so empowering that I have been the only girl at this company and the previous company I worked at, um, that I'm the only girl there and I'm doing just as much, if not more, as a man. I can lift just the same, if not more, as a man. Um, and I am listened to just the same as a man. So it kind of really, I want to kind of stamp out these stereotypes because it doesn't matter. You are a human being doing your job. It doesn't matter if you're a woman or a man. You can do the same kind of work. Um, it's just literally, I don't think we all have the right amount of confidence, shall I say. But over time, if you can look back and kind of think, I was scared to do that job a few months ago and now it's one of my favourites. It will show you that you have the, I'll say, motivation again to push yourself through it. You're not going to win at everything straight away and you will mess up on a few jobs. But when you started riding a bike, I'm sure you fell off. You have to keep going. You have to keep going. It doesn't matter. There's always going to be something that's going to be an obstacle in your way or a hard time or just anything, and that's an outside kind of obstacle. You can't let it inside. You just keep doing what you're doing. Look back at yourself and see how far you've come. Wow. I wish I had that attitude um, when I was your age because um, for me, maybe I'm just overly sensitive, but I had all the qualifications and all the willingness to do well in engineering but um the lack of encouragement and support amongst my fellow colleagues at work started to grind me down after a while um do you ever face that and if you do how do you deal with it and if you don't like um how are you treated at work that that makes work pleasant Okay, so it's it sounds a bit silly, but this is my theory. Um, anything that anybody throws at you, stand on it. It'll only make you bigger. 
I feel like I'm already six foot, literally I'm six foot. So I feel like if you throw any kind of shade or stereotypes my way, that's a reflection of you. It's not a reflection of me. And if you get that into your head, you will not. It's like it, it can't be offensive if you don't care. Not saying that I don't care about people's opinions, but if you're coming at me with just hate and you're just grinding me down or saying things to put me off, you are the one with the problem, not me. If you can look at somebody who's trying their best, who you know might struggle with something, help them because you might have needed help, you know, when you started out. No one's better than anybody. It's the choices we make and everybody needs help. So instead of laughing at somebody for doing something wrong or watching them do it wrong when you know you could help, just help them. Wow. Just want to like let that sink in. That is so amazing. Um, and you know, it's not just engineering that that applies to you because I think it just applies to absolutely everything in life. Because, you know, especially being on social media, which is where we met, like people can say whatever they want, whenever they want. And um, sometimes uh, comments are designed to really cut you down. And um, with that attitude, like whatever people throw at you, stand on it. I love that so much because you're 1000% right. Like anyone that throws negativity at you has just got negativity within themselves. It's got nothing to do with the person that it's directed to. Um, and that's such an empowered, as you say, like strong, resilient um warrior kind of attitude to have I just love that so much I feel like that's it we can just go home now we don't need to say anything else um what would I what else do I want to kind of ask you I mean I guess actually welding is such it looks like such a fun process like talk me through it what are the things that you do like on a practical level Okay, so for my job role, um, I work in production as a MIG welder. Um, so that is basically the most basic process of welding. Um, when I move on to TIG welding, that's completely different. They're all very similar in the certain aspects that they have. Uh, you're still joining metal together but it's depending on the outcome that you need. So say a lorry trailer, for an example, that would be neg welded um, for a few different reasons due to cost, time and strength. But if you are TIG welding something, now not to get confused, they're still strong welds, but they're complete different processes for complete different outcomes of the job. Um, I see TIG welding as a high quality, nice finish. Um, you can manipulate it and get them different colours, get your profile different. Um, and it's all down to the science behind it. And I'm learning every single day in this job. I'll never say that I know everything because every day I learn that I don't know that much, um, which kind of humbles me in a way where yesterday I knew what I was doing in this job. Change one little factor, everything's different. So it's really just taking your time um, and just learning like about your machine, about the process, um, all your consumables, everything comes down to the play. So badass. 
while you're talking, I actually was just looking at your hands and you've got an amazing manicure. <laughs> how does that... <laughs> I'm how not does that fan of females. I really don't do the makeup and things like that, but I found myself with a bit more free time just recently and the best way I could use my time up was to paint my nails and read a book, so... <laughs> Good for you. And um, being feminine uh, and being female, like, do you think it clashes with the job you do? Because I'm, I'm, you know, I don't know much about welding, but I do know that you have to wear these badass masks and PPE. Does it clash? Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, I know how to rock a pair of overalls and I feel a lot more comfortable in a pair of them than a dress. Um, and again, that's down to each person's kind of personality, how you want to address yourself or whatever. But I see it a lot where, I don't know, it's very hard to say this without sounding kind of judgmental in a way, but I come to work ready to work. I don't come to work ready to have a picture taken or to, I don't know, but I feel better by looking at my job start to finish and then treating myself with a massage or something like that. I have a foot massage every Friday. Um, but again, it's, it's your perception. I'm really not bothered about wearing makeup. I'm really not bothered about what people think I look like. You can judge my welding. Don't judge what I look like. Were you like that before the welding? Um, I think I was a lot more bothered about what people thought about me. And again, you can relate this to have people throwing shade at you or not. Everybody's got an opinion. Everybody lives their life differently, differently to somebody else. Um, so again, it's just accepting that everybody's different. Nobody's the same. And I have more respect for my welding than what I look like at five o'clock in the morning. <laughs> so... You know, when you talk about other people's opinions, that's such powerful stuff, because I think we live in a society where it's all about getting other people's opinions. I mean, you know, social media, especially we, we post on social media to get a reaction. And so, you know, a lot of that effort to make that kind of content is because we care about other people's opinions. But I think it's also, you know, what what kind of makes us um, suffer in a way because caring about what other people think more than you care about your own opinion um, can drag you down. So when you talk about that, um, you know, like letting go of what people think, I mean, that that's really what is incredibly empowered. Um, so what are your goals uh, for the future? Because... It sounded like when you were 22, you were a bit lost. Um, have you, have things changed, like sort of emotionally and mentally? Um, yeah, so many things in my life has changed ever since I started welding. And again, with the people's opinion thing, you only see what I put out there. Um, and in another way, in your personal life, things will happen that will also make you make choices within your career. Um, so for me, my goal is to empower women, regardless of the age, regardless of what they're doing. I feel like I've been in certain positions of my life where 
I've been spoke down to, uh, belittled, and the majority of it is by men. Now, I know that things have changed, and I know that times are different, but when you look at equality, it's not really that different. To tick a box, it looks different, but when you're actually there in the environment doing certain things, it's not that much different. So it, it's really, really hard to not let outside things affect your vision and your goals. I used to have a plan for everything, and then I realised that not all my plans work, and that had really, really put me off and kind of bring me down. Mm. So I take it each day as it comes, and I really kind of, I don't have like, oh, I want to be this, and I want this, and I want that. I just want a better place for girls to be themselves and not to worry about what other people's judgments of you are for doing that job. Like, I literally wanted to be a welder, so I started being a welder. Certain things and certain conversations about me always get back to me. And it did used to affect me, but it really doesn't anymore. Um, It's not my problem what you think, and it's not my fault how you perceive me. I'm literally doing what I'm doing in my life, not bothering anybody. And I think if everybody behaved like that a little bit, there wouldn't be so many people on social media lying (laughs) because nothing that you see on social media is usually real. It's always the best angle, the biggest smile, um, and no one really says it how it is because of that judgment and because of the comments you'll get. And it's very easy to do that and to be like that, but you're not being yourself Mm. and you're the one who's going to suffer for that. So just be yourself. But it's so hard to like get in somebody else's mind to change how they think, because you know how hard it is to change yourself and how you think about you. You've got no chance of anybody else. Just be that person for you. And then somebody else might. And then it goes like that. Yeah, what's springing to mind is be the change you want to see or, you know, set the example of the kind of person you want to be, Um, which is not easy. But when it's put like that, you're like, okay, actually, I just need to put loads of effort into myself to be what I want to see others be sort of thing. Um, You talk about the negativity that you've received from others um, which has clearly strengthened you Um, but you talk about it coming from guys um, and I totally relate and I've experienced that too Um, but what kind of reception do you get from women who find out what you do? Um, A lot of the time I get like really supported and some other times I get, I don't like using this word because I don't believe I'm anything to be jealous of. I see myself in the worst light possible. So when somebody's, even when someone compliments me, I'm like, you're lying. Like I don't fully believe it. Um, and for that, that again shows to me insecurities in myself and other people. We all have them, but with some of us are honest and others. If you can look at somebody and be, like feel inferior or you know like beneath them that's a problem with you I'm living my life doing what I'm doing trying to big you up as well so it's we just need to just not compare ourselves or even 
judge other people because they're probably doing the same with you. You're jealous about something. They're probably jealous about something. Just focus on yourself and spread the love. Like it sounds so cheesy, but if everybody just stopped hating a little bit and just helped the person next to them, it'd be a lot better. Oh, Chloe, I love your message so much that I feel like I just want to go away and think about it and really let it sort of settle because you've you've really brought up some very, very strong, um, empowered, healthy attitudes that we all need to adopt in order to... I haven't always been like that. It has taken a fair few mistakes um, and a lot of overthinking and worrying to just finally realise this is my life. I'm not hurting anybody else. I'm not bothering anybody else. I'm trying to help other people. So it has taken me a long time, but I do feel quite proud of my mentality now compared to how I used to be. So I know you can, I can progress. And I was in a place at times where I think I'd never get out. And I know there's so many other people in the same position and you literally can. Mm. Not that I want to take you back to that point, but why do you think you got to that sort of low point? Um, I kind of think it's a mixture of certain things. Um, like the way you were brought up, your school life, um, certain events that happen in life. Everybody deals with things differently. Um, but again, just stand on the crap that was thrown at you or that you got yourself into for making bad mistakes. If you can be, if you feel ashamed and embarrassed that you wasted time or that you kind of did or said something that you really shouldn't have done, learn from it, try and not be like that. Like, like I say, my perception on life is a lot different to how it used to be. And I think that's because I've, I have really, really tried my best and I've really worked hard to get where I am. Um, I'd like to say no one's given me anything. I've gone and knocked on every single door. I've had them slammed in my face. I've been laughed at. I've been ignored. But one person gave me a chance and I'd like to do that in return one day for somebody else. Gosh, you just sound so incredibly strong. Like, I wonder... Do you ever think about where you want to end up or are you living each day to its maximum? Like, what's your approach? Um, again, I don't really have like a set in stone plan, but I'd just like to, I'd like to think that there's somebody out there who carried on going because they listened to me ramble on about something one day or they kind of saw what I was doing and I can do that. She can do it. I can do that. I think you just need to show what you're doing, that you do struggle at times, you do make mistakes, but you per persevere through them. You progress and you work through it all. Um, nothing's ever done straight away or nothing comes easy. There's always going to be some challenges we face, but you have to face them, otherwise you stay the same. Well... You know, Chloe, I don't know where your grandmother is now, but if she could hear this conversation, I'm sure she would be incredibly proud. It's so incredible to hear you. Like, you have so much wisdom. Um, 
and you just really inspire with your experiences because it just sounds like you've really taken so much goodness from the good and the bad um and you know it's 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 protecting you and it's built you up to who you are today and i'm just so excited for your future i'm excited for your present um cuz you just sound like you're totally acing it so thank you so much for chatting with me today and um good luck thank you thank you for asking me to do this um i'm really grateful obviously any opportunity i get to kind of i say ramble on but somebody might listen somebody might take some sense and try something new and if you fail great try again wow honestly you are so so badass thank you thanks for listening and please do subscribe to this podcast and maybe even rate and review it if you can the more ratings and reviews and the more interest from those trusty algorithms which could help to increase the reach of this show and you can watch the video recording of this conversation on youtube on my new series called esteemed it's all about self-discovery self-evolution and inclusivity on innovation Let's all strive to be in the best versions of ourselves and celebrate others being themselves too. As always, be kind and loving, and I wish you all a great week.